Welcome back to another episode of Health Empowerment News with Craft Woodruff. This week, we're talking about vitamin D, magnesium, and calcium. And welcome back to another episode of Health Empowerment News. I'm here in the studio with Croft Woodruff, the walking encyclopedia of natural health. And today we're going to talk about vitamin D, magnesium, calcium, and all sorts of other stuff. Among other things, yes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Hello, everybody, and uh, <laughs> welcome to the program. Mm-hmm. And we've been fiddling around with this VidBlaster software right before we started the show because we're thinking about doing some... YouTube stuff, uh, maybe recording uh, uh, some video and putting it up on uh, on YouTube. Uh, Isn't that nice? You'll get a chance to see my ugly mug. Yeah. One of Cross Friends uh, said, uh, hey, how come you guys aren't doing video? Because uh, people like to see what's going on. So uh, maybe come into a video, a YouTube channel near you. We're working on it anyways. So yeah. Thanks to our technician and producer, Andrew McGivern. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool software, VidBlaster. Uh, check it out at vidblaster.com. And uh, we'll probably be uh, putting that up on YouTube in the next few episodes. Uh, this one, probably not. We're just playing with the software. But uh, look for that in the future. And today we want to talk about vitamin D. Yes, uh, and uh, and also we'll talk about calcium and magnesium as well, and perhaps some other minerals that are important for bone health. But one of my heroes is biochemist Dr. Reinhold Wieth. Uh, he is with Mount Sinai Hospital uh, in uh, Toronto. It's a Jewish hospital, and uh, there's some great stuff that they're doing at that hospital with vitamin D, and uh, particularly uh, they have found that Vitamin D has a strong uh, benefit in terms of protecting us from cancer. In this one particular instance, they were treating men with prostate cancer. Pretty serious business uh, because um, once you've got it, uh, well, other than the operations and the biochemistry that they use on you uh, to try and kill the tumors, uh, it's not a very nice thing. And uh, what they found was that uh, with uh, two or 3,000 international units of vitamin D, and this is natural vitamin D, something you can uh, get off uh, the health food store shelf uh, under brand names like Natural Factors or um, uh, Swiss Herbal or NRX, I think, is another company I can think of. Uh, one of my favorites is, is natural, uh, natural Factors. But I want to say that uh, they had great success. And Dr. Veith, of course, was talking to, to the doctors, say, urging them to give the patients more vitamin D. And uh, the results were phenomenal. A similar, this is about 15, 16 state, uh, patients involved here. There was a similar study that was going on at the National Institutes of uh, Health in the United States. They were using a synthetic vitamin D. And... Uh, they were not getting the same results. In fact, virtually, well, they might as well have forgotten about doing anything because uh, the synthetic D did, did, did not do a thing for them. Oh, sorry about that. Let me uh, kill that audio there. You can er eliminate that later. I can eliminate that later, yeah. So the synthetic vitamin D wasn't doing anything for no, them. No, it didn't do a thing for them. 
And of course, uh, the word is out that uh, we we don't get enough vitamin D uh, in our diet. I mean, there are certain foods that will have it, of course, and uh, but uh, we get it from the sunshine. But you know, in the summer months, uh, that's when we're going to get the most sun, and we run around in a bathing suit. But you know, we come out of the uh, you know maybe we're at the beach. Uh, or in a, a swimming pool somewhere, and what do we do? We've had the sun exposure, maybe uh, maybe fifteen twenty minutes. We go and have a shower, mm-hmm. and even without even using soap, you can wash the. Uh, uh, I guess you would call it the preform of vitamin D that's on your skin, because what happens is that it's absorbed deeper into the epidermis, that is your skin, where it is converted further into forms that the body can use. I don't know all the technical aspects of it, but it is suffice to say that uh, what's the point of sunbathing if you're going to wash all that you've done and wash it down the drain? Uh, And just ordinary water, like a warm or cool or a hot shower, is enough to take the vitamin D off your skin and render it useless to you. So uh, it's something to consider. So if you're going to um, shower shower first and uh, do your sunbathing after, and after you've sunbathed, don't bother showering. You know, get yourself for, a decent deodorant if you're worried about that. For a little while anyway. Yes, right? for a little while at least, you know, and uh, give your body a chance to absorb it. They're finding that uh, uh, they're, they're having success with vitamin D at multiple sclerosis. Now, that was a new one on me. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I read about that, actually, um, multiple sclerosis and cancer and other uh, mm-hmm. diseases yeah. are, uh, increase the farther north you go. That's uh, right. Where you're getting less sunshine. Where you're getting less sunshine. And also the darker the pigment of your skin mm-hmm. uh, in conjunction with the uh, lower amounts of, of exposure to the sun yeah. increases your risk. So uh, African uh, Americans or African Canadians are uh, at increased risk. Yes. Because uh, their skin doesn't absorb the vitamin D as readily as, um, as a fair skin person. Uh, what, what do you think of that? Well, this is one reason why that the people of Africa and other climates where they get a lot of sunshine, uh, they um, their skin is darker so that it absorbs less of the sun's rays. And I think it's very interesting when you look at uh, the Middle East uh, where, uh, yeah, they're, they, they put on these, they have all these clothes, these robes, you know, over their bodies. And so they don't get that much sunshine either. And I guess they might get enough uh, as it is, but certainly uh, wearing all this clothing would uh, have an effect of uh, reducing the amount of vitamin D that they do get. But you do only need to get, be out in the sun for about 20 minutes. To, a very to, short time. To maximize yeah, you have 10, 15, 20 minutes at the max. And uh, But the key thing is after you've had the exposure, don't bathe until your body has a chance to absorb uh, what has been formed on your skin. And how long, how long is that, do you, do you think? 
How long? Yeah. Oh, I would give it a couple of hours anyways. Okay, so you're lying on the beach and you're getting some sun and you're warm. Yeah. Don't go jumping in the uh, in the lake or the the ocean uh, for right away. Wait a that's right. Wait a while. Yeah, but also make sure that you're in the shade so you don't get overexposed. You don't want to get sunburned either. Yeah, after you're out there for twenty or twenty or so minutes, then that's for sure. Get into the shade, cover up. But uh, this is really amazing uh, what we're finding out about vitamin D and and Dr. Reinhold Veith has Dr. Reinhold Veith. As I consider him a, one of the heroes of, uh, of uh, medical science and you know, and as a, as a biochemist. And uh, then there is uh, the Vitamin D Foundation, which you can get on the internet. So uh, Doctor uh, Cannell is uh, the vitamin the, the director. D Council dot org. Yes, and you'll get all kinds of valuable information. Uh, what they're doing with vitamin D, very important. There are cases where people have benefited from high doses of vitamin D, people suffering from pleurisy, which, of course, is a lung condition. Mm-hmm. And so I find that very interesting because I have a friend uh, who has chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, and I'm urging him that perhaps he should consider taking more vitamin D than what he has been. And let's see what uh, what uh, turns out over that and I'll keep you posted about well it. I, I just went to the to the vitamin D council.org website and um, right on the front page it says understanding vitamin D cola calciferol I guess that's the scientific name right cola calciferol uh, calciferol yes yeah and uh, it says uh, the first thing it says is Caucasian skin produces approximately 10,000 international units vitamin D in response to 20 to 30 minutes summer sun exposure. This is over 16 times higher than the U.S. government's recommendations of 600 international units per day. Which means that uh, the nutritionists uh, and the me- those in the medical field are very, very conservative as to the amount of vitamin D we actually need. Because believe me, if uh, we're talking how many international inter-units, did you say 16,000? Uh, 10,000 international units uh, in 20 to 30 minutes of yes, summer 20, sun so exposure. So if that's what you can make in 20 to 30 minutes, that's probably what you need. Mm-hmm. And uh, it says this high rate of natural production of vitamin D3, uh, pronounced cholacalciferol. I say cholacalciferol. Cholacalciferol. Is probably cholacalciferol. Your best bet. Yeah. Uh, in the sun is... in. In the skin is the single most important fact that every person should know about vitamin D, a fact that has profound implications for the natural human condition. And uh, it's basically, um, it's a vitamin, but it acts as a, as a hormone, doesn't yes, it? Yes, it does, actually. By the way it's, it's formed, you know, as, uh, from uh, the interaction of the, uh, of the number seven dehydrocholesterol, which is the oil that is on your skin. Mm-hmm. And it uh, unlocks binding sites in the human genome, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it's a very interesting article here. Go go to um, uh, I'll put it in the show notes as well for this episode. Uh, the vitamin uh, vitamin D Council dot org. Very interesting stuff here, and they talk about uh, you know what's going on in the world of vitamin C or vitamin D uh, in in the media and the, all the latest research. Uh, they they have a little uh, section there, uh, are you vitamin D deficient? So you can check that out. 
Uh, they go into toxicity and the pharmacology of vitamin D and a whole bunch of, of uh, conditions like autism, cancer, depression, mental illness, uh, and... Um, Dyslexia, apparently. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. And uh, yeah, so um, they've got a whole protocol for vitamin D with, with, uh, for autism. And they're, they're trying to get some clinical studies going as well. So it's very interesting. As a matter of fact, there's some very interesting, uh, speaking of, uh, of autism, uh, 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 some physicians are fingering uh, the vaccine for measles, mumps, and rubella as triggering autism in, uh, in uh, children, uh, in infants, when uh, they're given the shot. Uh, well, a study just came out of Sweden. And there's a Finnish study that backs it up. Uh, They've had cases of uh, children going into narcolepsy, which means uh, uh, they're addicted to sleep. And infants are sleeping as much as 20 hours after having uh, the flu shot. Is narcolepsy when you spontaneously fall asleep? You just fall asleep just like that. And you stay that way for 20 hours. Wow. And uh, this is... I wonder. I wonder what our media is going to do about that. You know, and and the doctors are going to insist that it's perf- The vaccines are perfectly safe when we know over the years that they haven't been safe. But I didn't want to get on that subject. But suffice to say, this is a very important piece of information. Now, now getting back to vitamin D, as far as we can determine, uh, I know of no cases of uh, overdosing on vitamin D. Yeah, um, I mean, it's a fat-soluble vitamin, so you, That's would, right. you would think that there should be vitamin that, that, D. Uh, that it would build up in the body and yeah. you, could, you could suffer from overdose. But, but I, mean, if you I can guess produce, maybe it's because we just don't get enough of it. Yeah, and if you can produce 10,000 international units in 20, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. uh, you know, very few people are going to take that many vitamin D supplements. Not likely. Uh, so it looks but like I'll the levels. But I'll tell you, if I, was, if I had been diagnosed with prostate cancer or suffering from multiple sclerosis, I would think that the vitamin, uh, the D would be the thing I would be certainly be uh, putting more into my system. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly in the, when we have a, when we end up with a summer on this uh, planet, uh, where we are right <laughs> now, uh, maybe I'll get more vitamin D with the sun exposure. But yep. uh, you're likely to freeze to death before you get any vitamin D at all. Right just as now. you just as you said that the clouds kind of opened up and the Great. sun Great. came out. Yeah. Wow, that was amazing. And uh, um, so, to get vitamin D, uh, how how do you know if you're getting enough vitamin D, or, or what are the ways for? Well, it should be vitamin D three, which is the natural form of the vitamin. Uh, biochemistry has been able to give that to us, and uh, there are reputable companies out there. In the, in the business of uh, manufacturing health products uh, for people that uh, are concerned about their health mm-hmm. and want access to these things. And, uh, and of course, uh, uh, you can pick them up at your local health food store and, and even, in, even in pharmacy. Okay. So uh, if you can't get out in the sun for 20 to 30 minutes uh, a day, uh, the Vitamin D Council website is saying that... Um, you can actually go and use a sunbed, uh, of course, avoiding sunburn. But uh, in the cooler months, you can um, you can use a sunbed to, to a sunbed. 
This yeah. is where you have uh, these special uh, lamps that give the right rays to uh, the ultraviolet, interact, uh, uh, ultraviolet rays. Yeah, right? ultraviolet B rays. Yes. Um, which which uh, the basically they're tanning tanning beds, but yeah. but uh, you know a lot of people that they that do use these tanning beds kind of overdo it to get like yeah. the copper tone. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, but yeah, twenty to thirty minutes uh, of exposure in one of these beds will increase uh, your uh, your vitamin D uh, sim- in a similar fashion to being out in the sun. And then the other thing they say is to take 5,000 international units per day for two to three months, mm-hmm. then obtain a 25 uh, hydro hydroxy vitamin D test, 25 mm-hmm. hydroxy vitamin D, and adjust your dosage so that blood levels are between 50 and 80 or 125 to 200 uh, NML. You, you, you understand these, uh, these, uh, different measurements. There's 50 no. to 80 NG over is, ML no, I don't. or 125 to 200, uh, NM over L year round. Uh, the question of course is to be able to find a doctor that will order those tests as well as a, a lab that will do them. And you may be prepared to have to, uh, or may have to be prepared to pay for it out of pocket as to whether or not it's covered by uh, Medicare or Pharmacare. I got a vitamin D test done a couple of years ago, and it, uh, they, um, they, the doctor prescribed it with no problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, the um, uh, there's a Was couple other tests. Was it paid for by uh, yeah. Pharmacare? Yeah, I had to pay for yeah. I had to pay for one test. Uh, yeah. And it was nothing to do with that. But if I'd had, if I'd been diag, oh, uh, if I'd been diagnosed with prostate cancer, it would have been free. Isn't that something? Eh? So the lady asked me at the, the diagnosis. Uh, you don't need <laughs> the the, the lady, It was a PSA test, actually. I just wanted, you know, for my own knowledge to know to get the PSA test done. And uh, so it cost me thirty dollars. But the lady at the lab said, asked me if I'd been diagnosed with with prostate cancer and I'm like uh, no why and she goes oh because if you had it's 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 free, it's free. <laughs> Cause yeah. it, cause of course they, you could always lie and then you get into trouble doing that yeah no no it's fine I just say it was yeah. it was just for my own uh, for my own information information right. I wanted to get I I hadn't been uh, had any blood tests for a long time so I wanted to catch yeah. up on everything but yeah um, so vitamin D has cofactors as well. You were talking about calcium and calcium magnesium. Calcium and magnesium. There are other minerals that are important too. Uh, boron is one. Uh, cobalt is still another. Uh, I don't know as much about uh, boron and, um, and cobalt. Uh, uh, but if you can find uh, a health product of, of you know, calcium and magnesium together that has uh, those two minerals in it, uh, by all means, um, as far as calcium and magnesium is concerned, there's been a lot of negative uh, press regarding taking too much calcium uh, and uh, alleging that it precipitates uh, a heart attack. Uh, I could understand that because um, people who uh, are advised to take calcium are not told they should also be taking an equal amount of magnesium. Calcium regulates your heartbeat and your pulse. It, it causes your heart to contract, to push the blood through the arteries and the veins. And the arteries themselves also contract in conjunction with the heart to help the heart 
do its job of pushing the blood through your whole circulation, circulatory system. And uh, min the mineral magnesium plays a role in that it causes the heart muscle, the arteries themselves, to relax. So you have mag calcium triggering the heart muscle to contract, as well as the arteries, and magnesium triggering I'm sorry, I'm a little mixed up, but let's start again. You have calcium triggering the heart muscle and the arteries to contract. And you have magnesium triggering the heart muscle and the arteries to relax. That, in effect, is the heartbeat and the pulse. So magnesium plays a very important role. And for every milligram of calcium that you are taking, you should be taking at the very least an equal amount of magnesium. Hmm. Interesting. And the other thing is, what type of calcium are you taking? Calcium carbonate? Well, that's chalk for all intents and purposes, and it requires good digestion, and you will only absorb a very small percentage of it. And the best form is in the form of calcium as well as in the, as magnesium in, in the form of citrates calcium and magnesium citrates and as i say for every uh, milligram of calcium you should be taking an equal amount of magnesium and preferably in the form of citrates now uh, calcium citrate and magnesium citrate are essentially salts of uh, citric acid okay now, where do you get citric acid? From oranges and lemons and limes and um, other fruit as well. I can't think of anything that comes to mind right now. But uh, it's very, very important that, uh, that you have something the body can recognize and absorb without any difficulty. What, what about uh, zinc? Uh, zinc citrate. Yes, you can get zinc citrate. You can get it in a couple of other forms I can't think of right now. But uh, you can get it in zinc citrate. And if you can, fine. Uh, and um, zinc, of course, uh, is very important for healing. It's very important for the health of uh, the male gland that is a prostate. Uh, because uh, a man who is involved in sexual activity will lose a significant amount of zinc. I think it's somewhere in the neighborhood of perhaps about 10 or 15 milligrams, if I am not mistaken. Hmm. But it is a very important mineral to be taking. And uh, uh, it's also saying here that um, one of vitamin D's uh, cofactors is vitamin K2. Yes. And what is uh, what does that do for uh, for vitamin D? Does it just increase the absorption? I think it probably increases the bioactivity or of of the vitamin D itself. Mm hmm. And uh, yeah, they say mag just like you said earlier. They they're saying that magnesium is the most important cofactor. Uh, in fact, it is common for rising vitamin D levels uh, to exacerbate an underlying magnesium deficiency. It exacerbates, yeah. Yeah, which, and yeah. If, if one is having Makes problems... Makes it worse. Yeah. If one is having problems supplementing with vitamin D, a magnesium deficiency could be the reason why. Exactly. So you kind of have to go 
Yeah, you have to have the same amounts of calcium and magnesium. And yeah, uh, yeah very interesting. And you know, because I have uh, I have several people who have my telephone number, and uh, they have osteoporosis, uh, and they have other issues relative to uh, uh, calcium and particularly magnesium deficiencies. And this is something that I keep harping at them that this is what they should be looking at, and this is what they should be using and doing for themselves. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Uh, Dr. Reinhold uh, Veith, you mm-hmm. were talking about him earlier in, in the show, he, uh, he's been doing a lot of work over in, in Toronto, yeah. uh, Mount Sinai Hospital. Yeah, this and man should be getting a, a medal for the work that he's doing. Yeah, so he's been actually, uh, you were telling a story before the show about how he uh, was, uh, a patient was, was a cancer? He had cancer or was it a... Um, Several patients, they were working with cas- prostate cancer. Is that the one? Yes, that's, yeah, what, that's what you're saying. Uh, yes, I forget the number. I think it was around 14 or 15 men with prostate cancer. And uh, he got the oncologists uh, or the physicians that were treating these gentlemen uh, to uh, give them vitamin D in the amounts of two or 3,000 international units. In fact, he was urging them to give these men even more up towards 4,000 or 5,000 international units. And uh, the results were were spectacular. The tumors disappeared. Wow. And, uh, and a similar study was done at the National Institutes of Health in the Bethesda, Marion, Maryland, pardon me, Bethesda, Maryland. Uh, and they were using synthetic D, and they weren't using nearly as much as it was and they were not getting the same results that uh, they were getting in the Mount Sinai Hospital in Toronto. Interesting. And the the other thing too is um, we mentioned um, at the opening of the sh- of the program is is that he's a lot of his work is focused on uh, multiple cirrhosis. Yes. And uh, he's saying that uh, MS is a condition where you lose the insulating covering on, on nerve fibers, causing you to lose various functions such as muscle control and mm-hmm. uh, ability to see. And uh, it's progressive. It gets worse. And uh, he's saying that taking vitamin D supplements uh, can keep this uh, condition from developing in, in children. So vitamin D supplementation for children is very important. It isn't enough to let them run outside naked during the, the summer months. Well, I guess that is enough if they're out there. But how? Yeah. But a lot of kids are playing video games these days. That's right, these and days. Uh, and they're and they're put into the bathtub, and all the good is washed off of them. Yep. All right. So now there's another thing I'd like to talk about, uh, and it's relative to the fact that uh, there have been some negative stories about. Um, uh, vitamin D, of course, uh, or not so much vitamin D, but uh, calcium, and uh, and uh, they're urging people to uh, take less calcium when, in fact, they're not taking enough, and more important, they're not getting enough magnesium, and we've already dealt with that in any case, but you have to be very careful about what is coming over uh, the uh, TV or radio news as well as what you're reading in the newspaper, because the whole story is not there. And uh, like I say, uh, if if uh, they're getting too much calcium, it's likely the problem is not because they're getting too much calcium. They're not getting the right kind of calcium, as we've mentioned, as mineral ascorbate, uh, or they're not getting enough magnesium. This is very, very important. 
And the other factors are vitamin C is also very important for bone and, and mineral health because vitamin C in its own right, like citric acid, is a mineral transporter. And that's why you can buy vitamin C as calcium ascorbate. But if you do make sure that you get an equal amount of magnesium. I haven't seen magnesium as, uh, min, as, a, as, an, as an ascorbate, uh, certainly not um, uh, by itself. I have seen it in certain products uh, uh, as multiple mineral ascorbates. Um, a company in the United States called Alacer, A-L-A-C-E-R, uh, makes uh, these uh, types of uh, supplements that you can actually dissolve them in water and take them that way if you're aversion to taking uh, tablets or pills. But um, what I wanted to make a point here is that they're warning you about taking too much mag uh, calcium when in fact uh, the issue is not getting enough magnesium and probably not getting enough ma vitamin C. But um, one of the best things I know of that a doctor can do for his patient or her patient is to give the patient an intravenous infusion of vitamin C. And hmm. uh, the U.S. Public Health or the National Institutes of Health, they're actually um, making it more difficult for doctors to uh, give their patients an IV of vitamin C. And I would tell you right now, if I had cancer, that's one of the first things I would ask my physician to do is to give me an IV of vitamin C because it is a powerful immune enhancer. And, uh, and it's an antiviral in any case. Uh, a few years ago, um, uh, a, um, my, uh, uh, she's, she's what you'd call a step cousin because she's actually uh, uh, the, the daughter of... Uh, uh, a man that my uh, my youngest aunt, my mother's youngest sister, is married to, and she came to see me. She had she had two sons. Uh, they're in their late teens, early twenties. One of them has come down uh, with um, uh, this uh, viral disease, uh, uh, the kissing disease, mononucleosis, mononucleosis, and pretty bad. And uh, she came to see me about it. I just picked up the telephone and phoned one of my physician friends and I said, can you give this young fellow an IV of vitamin C? And he said, by all means. So uh, I put my niece on the phone with my physician friend and I set up an appointment. The fellow had just four treatments over four days. And each treatment might be about, uh, about uh, I guess about 40 minutes, something like that, 20 minutes, 40 minutes, I forget now. But uh, the bottom line is, is that he felt like a million dollars as soon as uh, he was unplugged from the IV for the first treatment. And uh, the second treatment was the same, that's the second day, the third day, the same, fourth day, completely clear of it. Hmm. Now, I mean, there is something for the record. Yeah, uh, actually... Um while we're on this topic, it's a little bit of a digression, but uh, a friend of my dad, his, um, and, and these guys are typically uh, very uh, traditional and very, you know, focused. If it's not a medical doctor, if it's, if it's not mainstream medicine, they, they it's think useless. it's hocus pocus. Yeah. Hocus pocus. And uh, so uh, this guy, he has a friend who has cancer and, and he was going to see a, 
doctor who was using chelation therapy, and I'm, I believe... Who well, has Hocus Pocus too? I believe it's yeah. your friend. I won't say the doctor's name just because I don't know for sure, but... Uh, I think you're probably right, but you don't say his name anyway. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and they were doing... It was a medical doctor, uh, and he's doing uh, chelation therapy, and the guy uh, is, is doing extremely well, Uh now mm-hmm. and he and he's been talking to some of his other patients and he's like he swears by this now he says he can't believe it this chelation therapy and uh but i didn't i wasn't aware of chelation therapy being used for cancer mm-hmm. are you do you know anything about that I yes mean, it's, been, it's oh, heart, yeah. heart disease and yeah uh, and for cancer treatment as well absolutely okay yeah Interesting. dr frederick Klenner is one of the pioneers uh, in the chelation therapy and it's used for uh, several con- disease conditions uh, aside from the fact that of course if uh, you are in working in the heavy metal industry and uh, possibly at risk for uh, lead poisoning or some other metal poisoning uh, then this would uh, make some sense and by the way I suspect that chelation therapy might be something very useful for radiation poisoning uh, particularly if you're dealing with a radioactive mineral mm-hmm like strontium or, or yeah, or, uh, strontium or, or radioactive iodine, perhaps. Interesting. So, uh, so yeah. So he's he's out. He's his friend is out there getting this treatment, and he's mm-hmm. doing doing you know fairly well, better than he was before with the uh, other therapies he was doing. And uh, so it's kind of interesting, I guess. Uh, uh, it makes sense because zeolite, cellular zeolite, was marketed as uh, as and, a chelator. As I think. It is a yeah, it's a chelator, but it was marketed as a anti-cancer mm-hmm. drug. Um, mm-hmm. The patent on on this particular product I'm thinking of actually is the patent is as a cancer treatment treatment, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a cellular zeolite product, yeah. which is. Uh, but vitamin chelator. C, by the way, is also a chelating agent. Yep. yep. And therefore, uh, anybody who has any problem with uh, metal toxicity, or or any as far as I'm concerned, any kind of metabolic disease, which, of course, what cancer is, uh, they should be making sure that they take a lot of vitamin C. Yeah, cool. So what about for inflammation and, uh, and uh, say, uh, um, a, an infection, a bacterial infection? Uh, I know somebody who has a... Uh, his ankle is completely swollen up, mm-hmm. and he was on an IV of, of antibiotics. Mm-hmm. And so, in this case, something like that, a, an IV of vitamin C would probably do. It would certainly help, uh, and of course, they should be perhaps using cold packs uh, uh, on the swelling to help to uh, relieve the inflammation and bring it down. But definitely, uh, vitamin C. Vitamin C is a diuretic too, by the way, if you take enough of it. Even intravenous. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You go through the system. Okay. So, uh, so, so, but it's also antibacterial and antiviral. It's antibacterial and antiviral. And by the way, the antibiotics, the problem with them is that they're anti-metabolites and uh, they actually can, can uh, they will stimulate the immune system, but only, you can only do that so far and then you start running into trouble because the last thing you want to do is interfere with the cell's metabolism. But metabolism. In- and it also the um, the antibiotics kill all bacteria, even the good bacteria. So that is true. So you've got to uh, replenish uh, with probiotics. Your whole, uh, the probiotics for your whole uh, uh, gastrointestinal tract. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. the urinary tract benefits from taking probiotics. 
But the point that I also wanted to make was that uh, there is a move to uh, discredit the use of, uh, of vitamins and uh, food supplements in general, uh, really big time. And uh, this move against IV vitamin C, I think, is, uh, uh, is uh, w one of the first big steps in that direction. So there's a move against uh, IV vitamin C. Oh, and, and yes, uh, by, by restricting it. And of course, uh, what else are they after next? And of course, when you see these uh, negative articles about uh, cal too much calcium uh, or, or too much uh, of, uh, of uh, some other vitamin, uh, for instance, there's, uh, there's a story out about uh, uh, taking too much vitamin E. This was just in the paper a few weeks ago. Uh, taking too much vitamin E, more than 100 international units a day can trigger a heart attack. Well, that depends on the vitamin E that you're using. If it's synthetic, my answer is yes. Uh, if it does not have, if it does not have in the formulation uh, what we call the uh, the mixed tocopherols, because the the main form of vitamin E that is biologically active is alpha tocopherol, and then you have that is D alpha tocopherol, and then you have beta and delta tocopherols as well, and that should also be in with your vitamin E supplement. And uh, because I know of people who are taking a lot more than 100 international units of vitamin E, and uh, their cardiovascular system is doing very well, thank you very much. And uh, their heart is and blood pressure are normal. Their cholesterol levels are normal. So um, uh, you have to be very careful about these scare stories about vitamins because uh, I'm quite certain that Big Pharma doesn't like the competition from health products, and that's why you have a lot of negativity well, from no, the, certain physicians, even in this town. The latest, uh, the latest uh, um, issue, the latest issue of the Townsend Letter mm -hmm. uh, has an article about uh, vitamin C and cholesterol and how uh, people are taking all these statin drugs, but cholesterol is high cholesterol isn't the problem in cardiovascular disease uh and it's actually it doesn't uh it doesn't help with uh atherosclerosis it doesn't uh, taking statins doesn't help does that. not help your atherosclerosis no but taking no, it doesn't uh, lower it doesn't lower the cholesterol but it does some other things which i forget taking uh vi high high doses of vitamin c according to this article uh, increases um, your body's ability to produce collagen, which uh, is important repairs, for healing. Repairs the the arteries and eliminates the uh, the uh, the scarring on the on the arteries. The, exactly, and uh, on the heart muscle itself. Yep. So uh, so that uh, prevents the the cholesterol from attaching and and clogging up your arteries. And it wouldn't hurt to take maybe fifteen to twenty five milligrams of zinc because that's very important for the healing process. Yeah, and if you're interested in in that kind of information, the Townsend Letter is is a fantastic uh, uh, paper or magazine. That's right. Uh, and uh, and if you subscribe to it, I mean, you can go online and and subscribe to it. But if they ask you where you got the the information about it, mention us. Yeah, Health Empowerment News, Croft Woodruff, the longtime supporter of the Townsend Letter. That's right. And nutrition and healing with uh, Dr. Jonathan Wright as well. And there is a clinic that I would go to if I had no other answer. It's down to, uh, it's halfway between uh, 
uh, Seattle and Tacoma, if I recall correctly. It's called the Tahoma Clinic, or, or you look for Jonathan Wright, W-R-I-G-H-T. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, great, uh, great periodical that he puts out. Oh, absolutely. Nutrition you, uh, yeah, the Nutrition and Healing, I subscribe to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's another good one. Uh, I don't subscribe to to this one, but uh, I've I've read a few of the issues. Uh, uh, my mom gets this one. Is um, uh, what's it called? With uh, Julian Whitaker. Julian Whitaker. Yeah. He, uh, health he has and good, healing. I think. Health and he's got a good newsletter as well. Yeah, that's another good yeah, one. He he doesn't mince any words, nor does Doctor Wright. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, about the long and the short yeah. of it in terms but of... But I might add that there are some people that I am rather cautious about. Uh, and uh, this uh, Weil... Dr. Weil, yeah. Dr. Weil. Yeah. I'm a little more cautious about him uh, uh, with what he has to say. He's an osteopath, a medical doctor and yeah. an osteopath. Yeah. And uh, he has a very popular uh, yes, website. Yes, he does. Yeah. But again, I would... Uh, I would be a little more uh, circumspect in with uh, what he has to say, and you know, or in accepting what he has to say. Uh, there's a few things that, uh, that uh, I have a friend who can more or less smell these types out of the woodwork. So, yeah. <laughs> how uh, about uh, Doctor uh, Mercola? Yeah, Mercola's fine. Yeah, yeah, I like I like uh, I like his his website and his. Yeah, he gives some very good information on yeah. on uh, on things. And I like just I like the way he presents it too. Yes, it's a yeah. He's a really a really cool doctor. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Yeah. So. Um, All right. So uh, I guess that's a wrap for vitamin D, magnesium, calcium, and vitamin C. Anything else you want to add, Croc? That is about the long and the short of it for today. Thank you very much. Uh, a pleasure to be with you as usual, Andrew. Thank you very yeah. much for this. And if you want to join the show and ask a question or a comment or. Anything, call one eight seven seven six three six one four seven four, and we'll get you into the show. And uh, thanks a lot for listening, and I'll play the outro music now and close off the show. See you again next week.